Welcome back to Voices of Diamonds podcast. I am your host, Denisha Graham, and today we have a special guest, Miss Debbie Bass, and then my other co-host, Nancy Garcia. And today our topic is the royal family. I'm going to go ahead and get jump right into it. When you think about the royal family, like, what do you think about, Miss Debbie? What do I think about? Well, so my mom is really like, and my grandma too, are very big like royal family people. And so they're big into like the monarchy and like the lines and like the history of it. So I've always thought of it as like, I don't know, something kind of historical and it just like so happens there are still people who are alive, but it was more of a historical thing for me. Um, And then this whole situation with like Meghan Markle and like I'm just very more aware of like how maybe it's a little bit toxic that it's still a thing. Okay well since you're one of our our guests I skipped right over this by accident but I'm gonna go ahead and say it now. Can you go ahead and like it's like tell us who you are what do you do you know Oh yeah absolutely um so my name is Devi I am a college student at the University of Pennsylvania I study political science and I'm also a mentor with Bridges to Wealth which is a program that's working with this class to start their own podcast um so we've been hanging out a lot on uh, Monday mornings and so now I'm a guest on the podcast thank you Okay, so Nancy, how do you, what do you think about? I think about, well, I'm not really into royal families and all that, but when I heard about the Meghan Markle, I was like, it reminded me so much of Diana and what she went through, and I think that it's so sad since um, she died, and it's just not fair how they treated Meghan Markle. It definitely isn't fair, so I guess now it's my turn to put my input on it. Um, the way they treated her is like the well, from what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing is like just horrible. The racism, I like when I heard about it, I wasn't truly surprised, but I was just like, it's like a shame that even real people get treated with racism, even though they're like, you know, supposedly supposed to be like the most humble people. And it's just like very like tragic to me. How do you feel about it, Debbie? Well, I mean, to be honest, I wasn't surprised that anybody in the royal family was racist. I mean, especially considering, like, first of all, they're all a bunch of white people who just marry their cousins to keep the bloodline pure. So, like, starting off, not starting off well, you know what I mean? Part two is, like, the whole MO of the royal family has been, like, colonizing the world and, like, taking over countries and, like, you know, the supremacy of the British Empire. And that sounds a little white supremacy to me off the bat. And then, like, I don't know, the, the some members of the royal family are just, like, outright racist. Like, whether or not, like, the institution itself is racist, which I think it is. Like, individuals. Like, I forget who it was, but there was, like, one of Harry's family members was wearing this, like, extremely racist, like, imagery on a brooch the first time she met Meghan Markle and I'm like like you know what you're doing you know what I mean so I it wasn't surprising to me that they were racist what was surprising to me was that Harry and Meghan were even allowed to do this interview and that like the powers that be let them let them do it um because I would have thought that they would have things a lot more under wraps and that they would have like I don't know killed that interview with CBS using their like magic strings right I do feel like um it was, I feel like it was kind of like, it was good that she spoke on it because she mentioned in an interview that she's like such a big, oh, I encourage female female women 
to talk and speak up, but she was silent about it. But then Oprah popped the question about were you silent or was you silent? How do you how do you feel about that? Do, do y'all think she was just silent or did like somebody kind of like silence her? Issue? Um, I mean, if you're asking me, I, I think you know she was silenced. I think in a lot of ways. I mean, they were talking a little bit about how, like, it's the royal family, yeah, and they're powerful and they have a lot of money, but there's also all of these people behind the scenes, like this firm pulling the strings and, like, almost like these, like, extreme versions of publicists that's just, you know, probably would have the power. I mean, they silenced Diana for a long time, and now they're trying to silence Megan, and in a way it's worse because, I mean, Megan has, you know, also the racism to deal with. Like, she has what Diana had, plus, like, a million times more, you know what I mean? Um, how do you feel about it, Nancy? What what goes through your head about that certain part of the interview? Um, I agree with Debbie because no way she would have kept silence. If um if they didn't have anything under control, then I bet she would have come out and spoke about it. But since everyone in the royal family, like Debbie said, everyone is pulling string strings behind the scenes, and we never know as people what's going behind the scenes. So I'm yeah like I'm with Debbie with this one like I'm really shocked and we see um and we see how they treat people how royal families treat people they don't treat them as people they treat them as something else you know yeah so. like lower I treat them like oh you're you're below me I definitely get it I definitely get it and um I do agree with both of you I agree with you because. It's, I feel like it's always going to be that way when it comes down to the royal family because of like how like their history and how they like how they want to stick to a certain way of keeping everything together. But as the as time goes on and the future builds, you can't always stick to one type of plan because everybody else starts to like you, know, you have to adapt to like instance you have to just adapt to the future. You can't stick in your old ways because it's not going to always work when it comes down to families and how people want to live their life. So, let's talk about what you said on the t-shirt. Um, do we even, like, know what was on the t-shirt? Do, do we know what was on there? Or was it just, like, just plain out just racist? Well, the, are you talking about the brooch C or something else? Yeah, the brooch you said. That. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm not big on, like, British history and imagery or whatever, but it, it was, like, you know, a image of a let me see if I can find an image online um wait may I ask what's the image cause I haven't been keeping up with the music yeah Princess so. Michael of Kent I mean oh. I can share my screen this isn't really great for the listeners at home I guess but th- I can share my screen for you guys it's just you know one of those like very dark images of a black woman I mean it's got the same you know vibes of like you know like Aunt Jemima, those early, early images of her, those kinds of things. Okay. And it's also about the history of this specific image. Um, has some kind of connotation in England that we don't necessarily have in America, but I mean, even looking at it, you can tell something is up, especially because she chose to wear that brooch on the day that she was going to meet Princess, um, or I guess, you know, former Duchess, um, Meghan Markle. To describe who are listening, it's sort of, it's like a um, you know, like, it's like a pin you put on your shirt, but mm-hmm. it is an uh, African-American lady, and her skin is, like, it's not even brown, it's, like, black, and it's studded, and it's, like, golden black studded, and it does look as if, like, she was leaning towards being racist or making a point about something. Now, uh, there was something, 
one of you said, and I cannot even remember, it's on the tip of my tongue, one of you said something about uh, Diana. I don't know if you guys re like ever realized it, but Megan sort of, to, this is how I see it, Megan sort of honors Diana in her outfits. Have you guys seen it? The way that she wears some of her outfits? How yeah, that black know? dress was beautiful. You seen it, Nancy? <laughs> yeah. I love her fashion sense of style. Yes, yes. Okay, so I don't want to steal, you know, all of the spotlight. And I know y'all, you guys probably have some questions that you probably want to want to say. So, um, Debbie, do you have anything you want to speak on about it? About um, Megan's fashion sense? Megan's fashion sense, um, the royal family, anything. Oh, anything. Right yeah, I mean, I yeah. am wondering about what you guys thought about, like, prince harry's role in all of this right because like you know he's she was saying like you know or he was saying i guess in the interview that he was trapped and he like didn't even know it before he met megan and like i mean do you think that prince harry did enough do you think that they you know should have left sooner do you think do you think he should have even married megan if he knew his family was like that like or should he have left his family first like do you know how do you guys feel about prince harry's role in all of this I feel as if Prince Harry, he sort of kind of did, like, he, I feel like he just kind of, like, followed his heart in the situation because of the way, I feel like the way Princess Diana raised him, she did not raise him to be the way that his other family members are. That's clear. That's perfectly clear. So I feel like he kind, he sort of did the right thing and, like, he just followed his heart with it and he just, like, just, you know, let it flow. Like, if this happens, I'm going to stand by Mega regardless because that's his wife and he has a child by her and he's about to have another one if we're going to talk about it. Like, so it's like, you did what you could. Mm -hmm. Um, Nancy, what about you? No, I definitely agree with you. I mean, if he has a, he has a family now. He has how many kids? A kid right now, he's going to have another one, like you said. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. It's a good thing he followed his heart and he went out there with his wife and left as soon as possible. Because what they said about the skin remark, uh-uh, no, no, ma'am. Good, good catch, Nancy. We haven't even talked about that. Um, so I guess um, before we do talk about that topic, um, Nancy, do you have anything you would like to, is that what you would like to say? Could you go ahead and just jump right into it? Can you repeat that again? Um, I said that topic about uh, Archie's skin. If you want to ask questions and you want to just jump right into what you can, do you have the mic. Mm, the skin remark, um, I think it's really unnecessary with that remark, saying how dark the skin is going to come out, which is really not important, if I'm not wrong. Because if I'm not wrong, you guys, the royal family... They marry their second, third cousin, or first cousin. But like going like Debbie said, it's really unnecessary to make that kind of remark. So, what's your opinion? I totally agree with you. When I first heard about it, I was like, "Well, I'm not shocked about the racism, obviously." But when they brought the baby into it, it was just like, "Okay, let's use our brains." If Meghan Markle is literally maybe one shade or two shades darker than Harry, Harry has red hair. What did you think the baby was going to come out with? Let's not forget that Megan's father is Caucasian. I don't understand what, what was in their minds that this baby is going to come out with brown skin, kinky hair, and is not going to be part of the family. I just don't understand what what was they what were they thinking. It's, it'll never sit right with me about it because it was very unnecessary. 
And I mean, even if Megan wasn't mixed race, like, even if she was, like, you know, 100% black, and, you know, even if Harry didn't have red hair, like, it shouldn't have mattered. But the fact that, you know, like Nancy said, they're marrying their cousins to keep it white, 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 like, I can tell why if you're, you know, some 100-year-old royal person who married their cousins and had kids with them, you might be a little freaked about, like, oh my god, we're gonna... It doesn't make any sense. It shouldn't be an issue, but the fact that it is an issue, I don't know, hopefully it's telling something to the people of Britain that, like, maybe this is not the family we want to be giving a ton of wealth and power to. Yeah, yeah, it's very embarrassing, and the fact that some people, like, I don't don't know who disclosed information, but the fact that the public does know, and what we do know about the royal family sharing stuff is just, like, it's extremely embarrassing that they even live like that. Like, and then, um, the complications that could happen with you marrying your cousin is like, okay, and then you're breeding with them. So it's like, maybe y'all should look into it and say, like, okay, it's about to be 20. What, what is it? It's 2020, 2021, right? Right. It's, it's 2021. It's about to be 2022. Like, maybe we should change it up a little bit. So like, I don't think that it's going to fit right, especially with uh, the Generation Z and how they're getting into politics now. It's not going to sit right, and I'm pretty sure people are going to have a lot to say. Yeah, but I agree. As I was saying before, let's just talk about let's talk about Princess Diana. Let's talk about how she was treated and how it's like a big symbolism to how Megan's being treated. And if you want to speak on it, you can. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Obviously, I wasn't alive when Diana was you know being abused, but I mean, I'm like kind of aware of what was going on. Of like you know, kind of brought into the royal family. I think she was, like, 19. Like, she was younger than I am when she married into the royal family. And the the royal family is so... Rest- like, they don't dress themselves in the royal family. Like, they do nothing for themselves. And, I mean, Diana was such a, you know, free spirit. She liked to dance. She liked to, you know, go to, you know, clubs and parties and things like a normal teenage girl does. And... She everything that they did not want her to do. Exactly. Exactly. Right. And then so then when she tried to defy them, you know, she was bullied relentlessly. And to top it all off, you know, she was being cheated on the whole time. You know, this was not this was a sham marriage from the beginning. And now she's being restricted. And now she's developing an eating disorder. And it was like, you know, truly awful the way that she was being bullied. I do now remember what I was going to say earlier. Um, I was going to say that, uh, yes, we do only know what we get from the internet and the news or whatever they provide like whatever information they provide us with so it's kind of hard to even like really speak on it but from what we see they are clearly racist and it's like no amount of words can back up what they're trying to tell us so they're trying to tell us like we're not racist people but their actions are saying something um, i don't know if you guys seen the um the response they posted but if you have um it's sort of suspicious at the end that they put they put something i forgot um honey what i did see i didn't watch it but i saw the um the image of like the queen making her first public appearance since the um interview i don't know if you guys saw the memes but there were a lot of memes of like that the queen edited onto those like youtuber like fake apology videos like i don't know james charles all those people it was like the queen and it had a captain like breaking my silence or like addressing the controversy which i thought was very funny um in her video to be honest with you she went well they said that she was surprised like she was shocked but i really truly like 
maybe yeah, she's old, but she knows what's going on in her palace. Come on now. We're not gonna try to be around the bitch. Yeah, the queen definitely knows what's going on about everything. I'm sure she does. I feel like she did try to use like that old age and I'm just the mom of this type thing. People are like, I don't know. I've never felt you know. Nancy, did you find what you're looking for? Uh, yeah, I wanted to make a comment on how they responded to it. Because I know it was, like, it was sort of suspicious. It said, like, something at the end. It said, and end, something like that. And I don't know if that's a warning for them to be careful out there. But if, just, I want them to be careful. I don't want them to, you know, I don't want them to, have, I don't want them to be in the same position like Diana was. Yeah, and I mean, I don't want to get into conspiracy theories, I don't think this should be a conspiracy theory podcast, but if you are somebody who believes in conspiracy theories, I mean, like, there were a lot of people who think that Diana's death wasn't an accident, and that the same thing could be coming for Megan, which, like, I, you know, I don't necessarily think for sure that, you know, Diana was, you know, assassinated, but, I mean, if you are somebody who believes in that kind of thing, I can see how this interview might be, like, freak you out you know what i mean that like the royal family could be making threats and like i think a lot of people are freaked out about it i am one of those people because i do believe that princess diana was like she was not just like she not just died something happened to her i feel like people like the maybe like so i don't know who these people were but i do feel like there was a certain group of people who maybe thought like maybe from the palace that oh she knows too much she's defying our rules and we got to figure out a way to like let her go in the most simplest most like logical way possible but make it seem like oh it was normal no it wasn't normal i just know it was not that it will forever like sit on the top of my head that even like the interview even went on if i'm being honest like it was just like out of the ordinary for me to be like okay prince harry Meghan Markle was on the tv was was about to happen and that she even like build up herself to speak on it because i feel like most people who aren't very political or don't really even care about stuff like this just don't even think twice about it but people who do care and who are into like political stuff the government you know all of that stuff drama mm-hmm. it's like it, it puts them on edge and i am one of them because like that's that's kind of scary to me because i do feel like after that um after that interview and the certain stuff that they said, like the queen making that video and people turn into a meme, I feel like maybe they will take some offense to her even building herself up and you never know because the the royal family's history is crazy. You never know what will happen. They there's always a different twist and turn with them. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that um something's coming for Megan then, if you think that Diana was assassinated? Um, I do feel like Maybe not Megan, but I do feel like when Archie grows up, she needs to protect, like, protect him, like, with her life. Like, because the way that it was coming for him, speaking that he's just a child now, and excluding him from literally everything, even though his skin, like, it shouldn't even matter, to be honest with you. Even though they're excluding him now, I feel like they should protect him with their life when he get older, because there should be no reason that his own family is excluding against him and he's what two like he can't even he can barely talk yet and you're already telling him he gets no finances what is a two-year-old going to do with the money but when he gets older you already telling us how his life is clearly going to go yeah it's crazy i i know you're the host zanisha but i do have a question for you that i want your opinion on because you were just talking about what um you know the the getting cut off no finances so did you know and how do you feel about 
when the you know Harry and Meghan you know came to America and they're you know trying to find their way um Tyler Perry is the person who gave them a house and a place to stay I did not know that I mean isn't that wild right that Tyler Perry is the person coming to the rescue well, I mean, Tyler Perry, he's a good person. For God's sakes, he plays Medea. Who doesn't like Medea? Yeah, I knew you liked Medea. That's kind of why I asked. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna come through with certain situations, and I mean, that is well, with that, that wasn't expected, but certain things is to be expected with Tyler Perry. Okay, he's a great person. <laughs> um, anybody, any one of you got anything else you want to say the, so we can like sort of wrap it up? Nancy, you got anything else you want to let the people know? Any words of advice? Any last little funny facts? Anything? I wish the best for them. And I hope they stay safe from all what's going on. And I hope everything at the end comes out good. And I just wish them on for all of them. Yeah. And I hope they, they learn from this lesson and realize that not everything has to do with race. Just, just don't be like that. If anyone is like this, just don't be like that. Like, what's the point? Yes, yes, I definitely hear Just you. get over it. Y'all heard it yourselves from Miss Nancy, Miss um, Devi. Uh, thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Uh, uh, it was a pleasure. Um, and again, you guys, I'm your host, Denisha, and we have our special guest, Miss Debbie Bass, and my co-host, Nancy Garcia. Thank you for tuning in, and I just want to leave you guys with a couple words. Please be safe, because COVID is still a thing, and please still wear your mask, because it's just like, guys are still dropping dead, and it's ridiculous at this point. Anyways, thank you for listening to Voices of Dying. Enjoy it. Thank you. Mm-hmm.